0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hi, this is Larry Ball, former Miami Dolphin. I'm listening to the Fantasy Gesture Show.
0: I'm Arturo Freeman, former NFL player, defensive back, and I listen to the Fantasy Gesture
1: This is Pat Thurtan, and you're listening to the Fantasy Jester Show.
0: Know your role and shut your mouth, because the people's champ is ready to talk.
2: Hi, I'm Jeff Cross, a former Miami Dolphin. I'm a big fan of the Fantasy Jester, and you're listening to the Fantasy Jester.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that would be me. Uh, the, The one that those people are talking about, the Fantasy Jester, they are talking about moi. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another great night from lovely Deland, Florida, where it is currently, uh, let's see, what do we got, 79 degrees, and uh, absolutely another beautiful day. Hope everybody out there is doing well, and I hope your day is going well. Uh, we're really looking forward to another great show tonight, as we're going to bring in our, our our wrestling expert, Bill Crude, and uh, talk... Uh, Last week's wrestling, the pay-per-view, got some great, great matches uh, out of that. So, uh, really looking forward to talking about that. Um, Also, we're going to talk tonight a little fantasy baseball. We're coming up on that time of year where uh, the call-ups are happening. Teams have been holding on to their rookies, their young guys, uh, to get another year of service out of them and uh, to be able to hold on to them longer. And JT and I are going to bring you some names that are coming up uh, pretty quick. They should be up in the next couple of weeks that you might want to grab off the waiver wire. And uh, this way you can fill that gap on your team, maybe trade off a player, because now you've got, you know, a young stud coming up uh, with our news. We have some funny stuff. uh, And when isn't it funny with Rex Ryan, Uh, you know, Uh, We had talked about it on the gridiron, guys, and sure enough, here we are uh, right after we talked about it on on the gridiron, guys, JT and I, uh, there's Rex uh, giving some commentary on Mario Williams. We're going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk a little NHL tonight. We're going to talk a little uh, playoffs there and the Stanley Cup finals happening. We have our two teams. We have San Jose and Pittsburgh in that, and I've got to live with the idea that Bill, the getting a wrestler, uh, called that, called Pittsburgh, and uh, we all laughed at him, And uh, but we have to deal with that now, we'll talk to him, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs, some really great basketball uh, going on, some interesting uh, games have been going on, LeBron's all set and he's in the finals now, and now we're just waiting to see uh, from the West who's going to be in that think that'll be interesting, and uh, like I said, we're going to talk some wrestling. Uh, unfortunately, Joey from BreadFromYourBed.com Your Bed dot com isn't here tonight uh, because, I, I, if some of you noticed, he he writes the wrestling pieces for FantasyJusticeSports and he nailed every match. Uh, he he called every match, so uh, pretty impressive there. Happy to have him. Uh, unfortunately, he can't be with us tonight. Uh, But again, as I uh, mentioned, FantasyJesterSports.com. That's who we're brought to you by. uh, Your kingdom for fantasy sports and more. Got to love the site. You want to see some great articles out there. Special interest. We just got done having uh, one on Billie Jean King. Uh, I thought that was absolutely a fantastic, fantastic piece by Kid Kelly. And uh, we're also brought to you by 888.com, sports betting and more. You can bet on any sport and in the casino. And right now, if you join up through the sports.com site, you get $30 back if you join through PayPal. Also right now, you've got IntegritySports.com on there for all your sports memorabilia. Authentic signed memorabilia. We have Reebok. We have Reebok on the front page there. We have all the uh, major food groups, as I would say, the uh, major groups, NHL, NBA, MLB, uh, NFL, all the shops and stores uh, for each sport. If you go to any of the uh, articles, uh, say it's a football article, and in particular, I'm pointing out football right now, you go to football, you can get to the NFL shop. Now, the reason why I want to point out football to everybody, if you go to the uh, most recent article, scroll down to the bottom. Right now, through the FantasyJesterSports.com site, NFL Shop, 70% off of some of the items. Again, the most recent article, scroll down to the bottom, 70% NFL Shop all weekend long. Enjoy from FantasyJesterSports.com. Folks, get ready to bring JT in in a minute. But before I do, I want to talk tonight's rant. Tonight's rant has me, um, I want to say pissed. I, I really do because it's a disappointment. You're going to be learning about a young gentleman that we're going to bring on the show next week. And I'm going to talk about this further later on. Jum's name is Gary Ruat. He's 16 years old and he's losing his eyesight, his levers. We'll talk about that. I have contacted on behalf of uh, the Fantasy Justice Show, Uh I've contacted the Richard Petty Experience, spoke to somebody there told him that I'd like to set something up. What kind of package can we put together so that this young man can experience a drive around a track in a car before he loses his sight or potentially loses his sight? He's already halfway there. And uh, again, we'll get to his dire situation and how we all can help. I'm going to be turning to my Jester fans out there. I got crickets after I spoke to them. Couldn't couldn't get a reply. couldn't get nothing from them. So, all right. I also tried the Tampa Bay Rays, Major League Baseball team here in Tampa. I spoke to a live body there, told them that a young man, 16 years old, how he's doing, where his eyesight's heading, what he's going through, what kind of package can we put together for him? Okay, I'll get back to you. Called back, left a message, called back, left a message. Still haven't heard anything. Crickets. Then I went to the Tampa Bay Lightning. And, folks, the same damn thing. It is absolutely disgusting passion that I have seen out of people. It makes me sick. I don't want to say stop it. I want to say something else, and I can't say it on here. Because it's absolutely disgusting. Think of the frustration of that young man. Think of the frustration of the family. They're trying to get him help. And we're going to talk further about this, and we're going to have him on the show next week. Because you know what? The Fantasy jest is going to do something for these people. We're going to help. And I, I'm going to expect my fans, family, friends, fans, you name it, I'm going to be bugging you. We're going to help this young man. Simply because the people who have a ton of money, a major corporation like the Tampa Bay Rays, like the Tampa Bay Lightning, like Richard Petty Richard Petty experience, disgusting folks. I don't want to say stop it, I want to say something else. I'm gonna get off the subject. I want to bring in JT. I gotta lighten the mood because it just gets me upset. We're gonna have fun. Gary's gonna be in here, he's a 16 year old man, great kid. I mean, I, I, I. He's handling it great He's a phenomenal young man I can't wait for all of you to meet him You'll meet him next week Uh, He'll be here live In the studio next week Uh, I do want to move on and, And get to the tonight show We've got some great stuff for all of you tonight And so right now what I want to do Is I want to go ahead and bring in my man You know him Scouring the earth Special music from South Africa I mean, he really goes everywhere to bring you Everything you could possibly want In sports, in fantasy sports One of the top players in the nation, folks JT, how are you tonight, my brother?
0: Jester, I'm doing great 100 days until the NFL kicks off I'm counting them down (laughs) One hundred days,
1: and it it feels like we're counting down Christmas, and it pretty much is. It's pretty much the same thing.
0: <laughs> it that really is Christmas for me.
1: to me. You know, you my know, season starts I, out with the uh, Giants playing Dallas, and uh, ooh,
0: uh, that's Christmas for me.
1: Yeah, I love it. yeah,
0: right off the rip. Well, you know, I I'm having a little problem right now. I've been watching this. Uh, NFL Network, NFL Top 100 players, as voted on by the players. And uh, as as I've established here many times, the big Dolphin fan, and I see Jarvis Landry comes in at 98. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, the man's led the NFL in catch percentage, over 80% of the targets his way. He's caught in each of his first two seasons. Last year, 111 catches for this guy. And he's 98, so I say, man, there must be some really good receivers in front of him. So I look, and I look up in the 88, 89 range, and I see, now he's a hurricane, so Alan Hearns. And I think to myself, wait a minute, same draft class, undrafted Alan Hearns from Jacksonville. 64 catches last year for just over 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I say, That's a great season. Still not Alan Hearns' numbers. And then lastly, Jeremy Macklin at 83,000 yards, 8 touchdowns, 80-some-odd catches. And I'm thinking to myself, man, some people must really just not like Jarvis Landry in the NFL. I mean, his, and uh, his best friend is Odell Beckham, so I know Josh Norman probably didn't vote for him, but 98?
1: Now, all right, so is it, what is it? It's the top 100 right now?
0: Right now, so going off even, let's just say, last year's numbers.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah, and, well, you know, I I think, and and that's why I have a lot of people laughing at me when I say watch what Miami does this year. Uh, I just believe that, in general, they're an underrated team. They've gone through some poor coaching, if you ask me. Uh, I'm not really. Gr- yeah. The only thing that I wasn't happy about with their off season uh, was losing Lamar Miller. I got to be honest with you about your team there. It's the only oh, one that okay. I question.
0: You and me both. Uh, you know, I was excited to have him when we, you know former Hurricane staying home in Miami. I was excited to have him. What I will tell you is, been doing a lot of research with OTAs kicking off, and Adam Gase is all about Jay Ajayi. That he is absolutely crushing it and separating himself in camp, and this is a guy that a lot of people last year in the draft had a first round grade. If it wasn't for the red, you know, the red flag on the medicals. So, you know. well,
1: and that's the thing is, I, I I have no question whether or not he's talented. Okay, I just question how durable. Mm-hmm. You know, people are questioning how durable Miles Jack is, and and this kid's knee is even worse. Worse, bone on
0: bone, yeah. Well, and the the, the question for me is, you know, I don't know if you've seen the latest, but uh, pop out. he must be out of money is my thought. But come out of nowhere and you see no Sean Marino wants to play for either the Dolphins or the Broncos. You know, talk about a guy that's got injury problems.
1: Yeah, somebody needs money, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, where did he come from? Uh, You know, it's like, you know, Punxsutawney Phil is a Groundhog Day. So, you know, where did he pop up from? (laughs) The Dolphins will be fine. I do laugh at the Arian Foster talk. Now he needs another month. You know, I I need another month before I'll be right. You know, I think this guy, just move on. Just move on from him.
1: He's a... He's an interesting character. I think he's a little bit more full of himself than he should be, uh, but yeah, he's a he's a character and a half. And I personally, if I I'm any team, I don't care. I don't care if it's Cleveland. I wouldn't touch him. I wouldn't no. touch him. He's not reliable. It's not like he's going to be your future back. Okay, time for Arian Foster to ride off into the sunset uh somebody but somebody's gonna lose a running back during the uh preseason, and guess he'll have a job see the, he he's waiting for a starting gig, and there's no starting gig out there right now well,
0: and two last things I want to throw out there while we're at football before we go on well yeah, you, you know what do whatever you there. gotta
1: do I, I, I talk about whatever i have got bill on the line waiting to come in and oh so I,
0: i'm yeah, in so it,
1: I'm in no hurry. I'm really in no hurry.
0: I didn't think you would be. Well, I'll make this quick for you, Bill. For all you fantasy players out there, something to look at. C.J. Anderson, the guy that's guaranteed $18 million over the first two years of his contract due to the uh, contract the Dolphins tried to sign him to, showed up to Ooh. camp last year at 244 pounds, shows up Wednesday at 220 pounds. Then last Some week, guy. Eddie Lake, yeah, yeah. now he's... He burned me last year. I took him first in a redraft league. Showed up to camp last year at 263 pounds. Showed up to camp this year at 235 pounds. So, you know, you've got to drop some weight and are motivated.
1: I've been on record about Lacey. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because I have a keeper league in uh, Yahoo uh, that I have Lacey. So, uh, I'm happy to see that he's uh, rededicated himself. It'll be nice to have him and Doug Martin as my starting running backs on that team.
0: Yeah, that's always a good thing.
1: So now Lacey, hopefully, yeah, well, Lacey, uh, and then uh, hopefully Le'Veon Bell might stay healthy. Those are my three backs, and if I could actually, uh, I I might actually be able to do some damage, so we'll see. Has
0: Le'Veon Bell ever made the fantasy playoffs? Because I don't think he has.
1: Uh, Levy Allen Bell is, uh, much like some of our fantasy players that we play with. He's never made the fantasy playoffs. No. Um, <laughs> so he, he cool. I didn't mention names. What are you going? Who? who, who, who. I didn't say who. Now. Uh,
0: because I You know who
1: you are. Did, don't you did, out there?
0: <laughs> believe it or believe it or not. I actually bit my tongue for once. It's not a pleasant experience.
1: No, man, it's terrible, you know? But, hey, listen, here's the even worse experience. I've got to bring him in. Hold on.
2: I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, if you don't leave me alone, you're going to have to send me home. Because I'm about to whip somebody's ass.
1: Yes, 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 it's time. For the one, the only, Bill Crude. Bill, how are you tonight, sir?
2: I'm marvelous, man. How are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm not bad. I can't complain, Bill. I can't complain. One of the greatest things uh, that I can't complain about is that you're not here in, in studio. So when that happens, it's a great night. I can be left alone.
2: Yeah, yeah, Bill, he's going to be
0: a telephone tough guy tonight, see? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm in a good mood, and I don't care what he says or does. He can't
2: upset me. I'm in a great mood tonight. You know, um, I said it's this a on game. your show. Listen to me. Hold on a minute, Jester. I said this on a, a few weeks ago on your show when the Stanley Cup um, playoffs began. I said my pick was Pittsburgh, and you picked Tampa. Let me tell you, Jester, I think you are wrong again.
1: Yeah, and you know, that's this is the beauty of it. I have to live with this crap, folks. I mean, literally, I have to live with this. And you know, it is a great occasion for Bill to be right on this because he's so wrong on so many things. I mean, oh, here it goes. No, 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 no. I mean, look at the decision to wear that mustache. I mean, you're going to tell me that's right? I mean, so. Listen, i tell you what, I won't have that mustache that you have, and I'll be wrong on my picks. I'd rather have that than have to wear that thing around, Uh, which is now, folks, uh, for those of you uh, who haven't heard, uh, Bill's mustache now has a nickname, and uh, we're thinking of putting out T-shirts. It is now the Pillar on his lip. Oh, my gosh. Didn't think I was going to put it out there.
0: JG, Bill. Bill, 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 how's it going, buddy? This is the I, poster child of having too much time on, on, on his hands, the jester here. You know, he's also probably on his ass is probably a little chap because you were also right about the Stephanie and Shane thing. You know, I'm a Penguin fan, so I'm glad you were right about the game the cup. I didn't believe, you know, hey, I'm glad you were right. But he's just got a little too much time on his hands, and I think he's got mustache envy.
2: I think so, too. But here's here's my pick. Pittsburgh to win the Stanley Cup in six games there, JT. Hey, I'm all about that. I hope you're right.
1: What well, do you got, JT, in it?
0: You know, I've been picking against Pittsburgh all the whole playoffs, and it's working, so I'm going to say San Jose <laughs> in six.
2: Oh, okay. my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
0: Trust me, I want to be wrong here, Bill, but you don't go against something that's working, you know.
2: Okay, I'm going to give you one because I like you. You're a nice guy. I don't know about this other jerk you got on your show out there right now, but you're a nice guy. I like you, and I'm going to agree that you're on a winning streak by picking the opposite team. But let me tell you something. If you want to continue your winning streak, then you've got to pick somebody other than the Miami Dolphins.
0: Uh, I know, and it's so hard because we've been terrible for so long. And I've been, you know, I've been picking Miami, so it scares, it scares me to think you're right on that. So maybe I'll start rooting for the Giants.
2: Here's what I told you, and I told you this uh, a couple months no, ago. No, thank you. I'm thinking the Giants and the Cincinnati Bengals to play in the Super Bowl this year. Right. Nobody's picking you know, with- that. Put your money on it because that's going to happen. With
1: the love fest that you two are having, uh I would gladly sponsor a room for the two of you if you'd like. I mean
0: Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. Uh, who,
2: what what is this, a middleman here? Just, just stay out of this. You know, you're going yeah. you're going down, you're getting your ass kicked, you're gonna be we're just getting ready for you not being on a show for a couple of weeks while you're
0: recuperating in the hospital there. So don't just hospital you yeah. got... And as many hats as you do wear jester as many hats as you wear a pimp hat just doesn't fit you so let's just go ahead and put that one back in the closet
2: yeah uh
1: yeah no 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 but let's let's get real about something folks um june 11th sanford florida i am going to be in a wrestling ring and the last thing that's going to happen is leaving an ambulance folks um I I really, you know, I've got to laugh at some of what's going on. And, you know, I have decided that um, I'm not coming to the ring alone. Just same as Bill. uh, I will be bringing Joey from bread from your bed. And uh, we're going to have a little fun that night, folks. And and it's not going to go down how everybody thinks. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that right (laughs) now. You know, uh, one of the
0: things. You know what that says to me? You know what that says to If he's bringing Joey from bread from your bed, that means he's going to have a place to recuperate and rest after you get done whipping somebody's ass.
2: Yeah, he's bringing his own bed and breakfast with him. <laughs> That's
0: so funny.
1: That was uh, Joey who uh, pretty much almost suplexed you, and thank God for your friend there to jump in. But, yeah, no, no, we're good with that, Bill, and uh, we're going to have lots of fun with it. Hopefully you're better than uh, Roman Reigns because uh, getting to the WWE, uh, Roman Reigns uh, won again against AJ Styles, uh, and I think the whole panel the whole panel took that one. Uh, but now we're hearing, and, and Bill, I've been waiting to speak to you uh, not just about the card because I, I pretty much was shocked that uh, Jericho went as far as he did. I mean, that was something. He's 68 tacks in his back and his arm. Now, while my, some people might not be impressed, I don't see why somebody of Jericho's stature had to do that.
2: Well, uh, It's all about the love of this game and in this business. And um, when you're in the business, as long as he's been, as long as I've been, you're going to do whatever it takes to please that crowd, whether you're a hated or, or you're a baby face or you're a heel, whatever the case may be. You're going to do whatever it takes. Did you hear the pop that that crowd got when he lay down in those tacks?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I place with nuts when Jer- he Jer- did
0: that. I played with nuts.
2: That, that was amazing. And I, 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 that's, but that's Jericho. Jericho loves his business more than life himself. So you look here real soon because now that Seth Rollins is back, you look for Jericho to climb the ladder And maybe one more time, get that strap. Um, And I told you, Jester, that EJ Styles would lose his third pay per view in a row. He's not the man yet,
0: but eventually he will be. I just smells of a
1: little unbelievable. God, I'm sorry, JT. It smells
0: of a little Triple H retribution to me. Is what it smells like. You know, he was on a uh, competing uh, brand for a while. You know, it's almost like they did the Sting. Yeah, they put him in the Hall of Fame, but, you know, Triple H had to get that win against him, you know, first. So, that's what it (laughs) smells like to me.
2: That's all it is. It's going to be the Triple
0: H who's, you
2: know, going to be gone for a while, which is the best thing for business. Yes, it is. I'm more interested in this going live on Tuesday nights here coming up in July and uh, the new draft, who's going over to SmackDown and who's stinging. And I'm thinking that maybe it's time that they split that belt again back to two champions like we used to have.
0: Bill, I don't know well, if you've read some of the dirt sheets out there saying look for like you said, split the title up. Uh, Cena basically the headline SmackDown reigns the headline Raw, and then splitting a women's championship into two shows as well. Uh, exactly. IC title go to one show USA, uh, you know United States title go to the other show. But they're actually talking about a hard, hard cap, basically. If you're on SmackDown, you won't be on Raw and vice versa. So I'm really exactly. like to see how they do it. The only one that well, they're now. talking about
1: is the tag team being on both. That New Day would actually work
0: uh, both shows. Both shows. Correct. Now here's my question yeah. to both of you guys. As decimated with injuries as their roster is right now, I don't see how you fill two shows.
1: Well, because you Literally. got people coming back little by little, and you've been adding people. So right now, you got more people than you uh, than you really need going for certain belts. I mean, you, you're running out of faces and talented guys. I mean, look at a, a, a Apollo Cruz. What are you going to do with him? You got to make him something. You got to give that kid a belt. He's way too talented to, uh, right. to let him slide. Cool. You know, you got got AJ Styles. You got a bunch of these guys, okay? You got Dean Ambrose. Then you have the whole Kevin Owens, uh, you know, know, deal and Sami Zayn and them. But my thing is this, and this is what I wanted to run past Bill. I was uh, talking to a couple people about this the other day. Why don't they set this up like either football or baseball? And, you know, like you have your conferences, okay? So – You know, Raw is its own conference and SmackDown is its own conference. And then at at the end of the year at, you know, SmackDown or, or, you know, WrestleMania, whichever one that you want to make it at. Okay, I mean, uh, not SmackDown, but uh, WrestleMania or, or, or one of the bigger ones where you have the champion from SmackDown against the champion from Raw for the ultimate belt. And do the same thing with the tag team. You can do the same thing with women. So that you have each one, SmackDown and Raw has, like, AFC, NFC championship. You get a belt for that because that's you're the head of those those two divisions. Okay. But then there is a separate belt for the two that match, you know, almost like a Super Bowl once a year. I thought that might well, have been a way to go ahead, have two different shows, but still be able to have them compete once a year against each other. Well,
2: you're on the right track. Um, I think they're not going to do that with Raw and SmackDown stars, but I think you're going to see here in the near future, um, maybe a couple years down the line, uh, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling, that you're going to see WWE versus NXT. And I think that's the brand they're going to go with and not SmackDown versus Raw. I think you're going to end up seeing WWE versus, um NXT because they're really, really pushing NXT hard. Interesting. That Chester, is interesting. Chester, Let
0: me interrupt for one second. Interrupt for one yeah, sure. second here. Uh, sure. Just for all you baseball fans out there, Noah Syndergaard ejected tonight for throwing at Chase Utley. No warning. Didn't even hit him. First time. What's that?
1: I'm getting it didn't even hit him.
0: Yeah, it didn't even hit him, and they ejected him for it. So, interesting turn in the uh, Mets-Dodgers series tonight on that. But continue. Well, aren't
2: the Mets complaining about the Dodgers using electronics in that game?
0: Marking in the outfield, yeah.
2: Yeah, I heard heard something about the Mets complaining about the Dodgers. You know, I'm thinking, yeah, here we go, the Jets and the Patriots, here we go. You know, that's what that (laughs) sounds like to me. You know what I mean? Interesting. uh, Guys, hold on for one second.
1: Here's where I have to disagree with something, though. Now, the Uh guy wasn't even hit. I, I had to go back to baseball for a second because I'm looking at Twitter and some of the comments on it. And Brian Kenny says, Yeah, it stinks, but yeah, Thor had to go. Now, you're getting tossed for not even hitting the guy? you have gotta be kidding
0: it's me! And That's you're talking about plan. you're talking about one of the bright young pitchers in the league that people paid to come see. You know. You're talking about
1: a deciding a game, possibly, or potentially deciding a baseball game, okay, on something that never even happened. Didn't hit the guy.
2: You're not even allowed Again, to come close to somebody now. Gotcha. Who makes that call, the manager or the pitcher?
1: Well, first, I, I got to see the replay because I don't know if it was a call, something that was called, something that was done by the pitcher on his own, or it was just something that slipped out of his hand. I, I don't know what the intent I, – I can't wait to see the replay of it. But in the grand scheme of things, it still never hit the guy, and I would imagine third inning you'd be getting a warning. Um, I, I just find – yeah to have uh, a game possibly decided on a pitch that never even hit somebody. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to see that one and be sold on it. That's for sure. Sorry. I had right to, to put that one in.
2: That brings me right back to you, gesture. I think that's going to happen on June 11th to you. You're, you're going to fall down. You're going to be a Tony Romo at the coin flip and just fall down.
1: Oh, heavens to Betsy. You know, Here's the thing, Bill. You know, you can do whatever you want. It's not going to stop me, okay? And I know one thing: it certainly isn't going to be you stopping me. <laughs> That's right. It's mm-hmm. going to be interesting. You, it's going to be very interesting, and I like it. I I, I like the challenge, folks. June eleventh, Sanford, Florida. It is on between this cla- uh, this guy and me. I will take that Caterpillar off your lip for you uh, and uh, finally step on that son of a bitch and kill it. Wow. I'm
0: wearing your favorite shoes too, buddy. I'm sorry? Before you two get started on that, before you two get started on the shoes again, let's get back on task here because we've yet, I want to say to Bill and get his opinion, the same thing I said to you, Jester, the day after the pay-per-view, I was actually disappointed in the asylum match. I thought it was slow. And until the end when you put him you know, into the tax. That was about the most interesting part of that match for me.
2: Yeah, I I have to agree with that. I thought the whole pay per view was kinda of slow and boring myself. I mean it's extreme rules. Where's
0: the extreme? You know, Where's uh, the extreme? Roman Reigns match? There was some crazy stuff in that Roman Reigns match and something Jester you brought up where they went out into the crowd, that kinda of had an old old pay per view feel to it. Like I'm thinking Okay, we're gonna you know, we're gonna have a, a moment like a Jeff Hardy jumping off the Titantron or something crazy like that, but you know, otherwise there were a few nice uh, chair shots there by Styles at the end of that match. But uh all in all, yeah, I'm gonna give that pay per view a thumbs down.
1: They could have had yeah. a little bit more fun, especially I'm familiar with the location uh that they were at in Newark And when I saw him starting to leave the uh, ring area and go through the crowd, look like he was going to leave the building. I'm like, all right, this is great. You know, this is where it starts being extreme. Where are they going to take this? And I immediately thought there's a huge statue of a hockey player out there. So I'm like, all right, they're going to bounce somebody off that iconic statue that's in front of the building. No, they didn't go there. They didn't do much of anything. And yeah, you know it really leaves you going where's the extreme uh, other than well, one uh, other than one moment with uh Jericho there there was really it was just another it was just another wrestling show it could have been raw it could have been smackdown
0: smackdown okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: could have been superstars for that matter
2: yeah uh, it could have it, been it, june 11 for that matter very disappointing pay-per-view
0: now, I oh. was impressed with Roman Reigns doing the razor's edge into the powerbomb. That was an actual move. It took some skill, and he pulled. it looked good. I mean, that was a good move. And yet, you still well, got more on yeah. Chan, and you still suck.
2: There were some several good moves in a few of the matches, but overall rating to me is a D-minus for pay-per-view.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> but you're more generous than me, even. I'm going to go C-minus for mine.
1: I can't wait. We are going to... Uh... We're gonna get ready to wrap this up, guys, and and I'm gonna give a grade, okay? Uh I'm gonna give a grade of C minus. That is what I'm expecting. A less than average performance out of Bill June eleventh in Sanford, Florida, oh, folks. Whoa. Oh, oh. Really? That is really? pretty much how I wanna yeah, I, I'm not listen, I'm I'm really not expecting a lot. I'm expecting more of a fight from your mustache than I am from you.
2: Listen, Listen I been, be honest with you. I've been secluded all week in training with several guys, going over some new stuff, going over the game plan. This is going to be an A plus show, uh, with a F minus um, <clears throat> for the gesture, who's going to be uh, totally effed up and be carried out. Um, so I'm sorry for you, uh, gesture, but you know, um, I won't talk to you until after the show. I'm going to take a couple of weeks here and relax, and I'm going into training. So next week you can do you – know, you'll, you'll be okay. I don't have to deal with you. Uh, JT, I'll miss you next week, but I'm going into training very hard. And uh, ne- after that, JT, uh, the next show you and I will be uh, hosting this thing together, and Joshua will be laying up in the hospital.
0: Hey, you know Clear. what? Not there you end. go. only kind of training you really need for this, Bill, grab the old Nintendo Entertainment System, the old 8-Bit. And uh, get the game pro wrestling out. You know, a little Giant Panther, a little star Man, King Slender. I mean, that's really the only kind of training you're going to need for this. But, but uh, hey, I hear you, man. Get prepared.
2: JT, you don't understand. My training started today. I was laying on the beach in Daytona drinking margaritas. That's my training.
1: All right. Everybody's having fun. JT, you continue to have fun too, sir. And I, I'll be more than glad to have you come on down to this ring too. Apparently, you oh, think me, you my, can do better uh, against Mister Bell, do you? No, no. no, see, no way. my
0: point, point is, me. I don't, I don't play with fire, Scarecrow, so I don't get burned.
2: See. <laughs> um, uh,
0: hey, hey, let me leave you with this gesture. One more um,
2: prediction for baseball. Please leave.
1: I mean, yes. Go ahead. Leave me with what?
2: <laughs> for Major League Baseball this year, the okay. uh, Boston Reds the World Series.
1: Oh my God, folks! So have please. A good night. Okay, you know Jake it's it's that time. See ya. Okay. Got rid of him. Had to get rid of him. Couldn't take it much more. Yeah, I man. see that. I, I love the guy, but sometimes he just gets aggravating and I, I I just love his enthusiasm. He really, really thinks he has a chance and um I think that's funny. I think that is absolutely adorable. Um but Hey, hey you listen, gotta like
0: your confidence, you know?
1: My confidence my confidence is the idea that, you know, I, I'm not broken down i mean that man listen that mustache has seen better days that's all i know <laughs> but uh all right listen folks uh, time to pay the bills a little you know every once in a while you gotta you gotta pay the bills around here and uh that's my job that's my job is to go ahead talk to you folks about some of the great things we've got going on at fantasy justice sports and FantasyJusticeSports.com. You know. One of the great things about being a fantasy jester, if you haven't learned already, I I just don't speak to hear myself speak. I back up whatever I say. Now, you know, we have told you that we're going to continue to work to be your one-stop site for anything you need sports. Now, whether it's just articles, fantasy news, fantasy updates, we have great writers, great articles all week long. We bring you two great radio shows, this one here and the Gridiron Guys, on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Told you we'd be bringing you more to the website. We're bringing you gambling now, 888.com. I told you we would be bringing you memorabilia on the site. We now have uh, uh, integritysports.com for your sports memorabilia. I told you we'd be bringing you apparel. We now have Reebok, NBA store, NFL shop, and uh, MLB shop. And which one did I leave out? Uh, Football, NFL. I know one thing. If you go to the NFL shop right now on the most recent article on fantasyjusticesports.com, scroll down to the, bottom of the most recent NFL article and you will see 70% off NFL stuff. Go on the site, check it out. I told you these things were coming and they are here. They are. We're going to continue to add to this. We have the fantasy jester ebook on how to play fantasy sports. That's coming. The trade analyzer. That's coming. I told you that a swag page is coming, and I told you that we would be working with a charity. I am proud to tell you we are now aligned with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. The Fantasy Jester swag page is about to happen, folks. It'll be on there soon. Uh, I'm being told we'll have everything set up by the middle of June you're going to have fantasy just a gear to buy. You're going to have things that we're going to auction, signed uh, objects, various gifts from football, baseball, hockey, ba- uh, basketball, all different personalities to go ahead. We're going to auction off so that we can help the Make-A-Wish Foundation, help a young child's dream come true. I can't be any more honored than to be a part of that. One of the last things, one of the things also that I'm coming up real soon is the Fantasy Jester Sports app. Be able to go on either your Samsung Android device or your iPhone, and be able to get the uh app for your phone. Everything that I've been saying. Keeps coming true, folks. I'm not here. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to bring you the best of everything I can give you. And when I tell you we're going to do something, you can bet your bottom dollar we're going to do it. I'm not saying it just for my health or make it sound good. We also want to thank one of our sponsors, BreadFromYourBed.com. Joey and the gang over there really do a phenomenal phenomenal job you got to know these guys they're both a business services website and a personal finance blog they discuss ways for people to make extra money from home and they offer a wide variety of services for your businesses you know if you need more traffic for your website or you need social media management or marketing you know you might not be familiar with these things you have a product, you have a talent, you have something that you want to get out there. Maybe you want to start a cause or, you know, there's various things, but you don't know how to get it out there. These are the guys to see, you know, these, uh, they have worked hard. They've provided results for clients ranging from small to big, and they're going to show you the results. They're not shy. They'll show you the statistics and the numbers. You know, they're not just going to tell you, oh, we're going to do this for you and that's it and not explain it to you and not help you through it, not show you the numbers of how. You're going to see the results instantaneously. I know I'm a client. I know what they can do firsthand. So I highly encourage you to check them out if you're looking for help for your business to grow or you're looking to learn how to make some extra money from home. Tired of that rat race, tired of driving, tired of of all that, okay? You want to work from home, spend some more time with your family, supplement your income. Joey and the gang, breadfromyourbed.com. Folks, next week we're going to have a very special in-the-studio guest, Gary Ruat told you I'd tell you a little bit of Gary, about Gary, and I want to do this. Before I bring JT back on, I, I want to have the opportunity to make sure I had enough time to speak to you about this. Then we'll get to fantasy baseball. I promise you, folks. Gary is a 16-year-old young man from DeBarry, Florida. If you go on the GoFundMe page, you can go ahead and donate right now. I am asking you, please go do it. Please help this child. Here's what's going on. He has Leber's disease. He's going blind. He's already right now technically uh, legally blind, and, and it's getting worse. And he was diagnosed with this six months ago. He is 16 years old, and there, there's a way to help the young man. There, there is, Fortunately, there's a way to help him gain some of his eyesight back to what degree. They know that they can help. They don't know to to what extent, okay, but they know that they can help. They can stop what's going on because he is going blind. I mean he is losing his eyesight as as the days go on. There's something called gene replacement therapy. This'll help. This is what they can do for Libras through gene replacement therapy. They can replace the mutated genes and give him healthy genes and restore some of his eyesight. It's damaged to his retina. Here's the problem with this. The F D a won't allow Gary Ruot to see. I mean, that's basically what it's being done. That's what they're being told. Uh, no, because you're 16. You're not allowed to see. You're not allowed to get treatment to help you see. Now folks, imagine if you are Mr. And Mrs. Ruot, Gary's parents. Imagine the frustration of knowing there's a cure out there for your son so that he can see. Now, he's not going for a nose job. He's not going for uh, for lips to be uh, reconstructed so that he looks pretty. We're talking about permanently blind. Now, There's a petition going around and we're going to have it on the fantasy jester sports.com site. And we're going to work several ways and we're going to get into this further next week. We're going to get that petition going even further than what it is now because he has six months to find out and get this going. After the six months, he will no longer be eligible for this gene replacement therapy because One of the conditions that they put on getting this therapy is that you have to be in the program within a year of being diagnosed. He has six months. He has six months to have all of us join together. I don't care. We're going to help him financially. We're going to help this kid every damn way we can, folks. This is a sin that people like the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Tampa Bay Rays and the rigid, Petty driving experience have turned their back. The fantasy jester and the fantasy jester fans will not turn their back on Gary. We will do everything we can financially. We will get signatures. We will fight. We will kick. We will scream until this young man can get what each and every one of us would want for our own child. A fighting chance. He deserves that. Next week, Fantasy Jester Show, 8 p.m. Tune in, folks. We're all going to work together to help this young man next week. I'm going to bring in JT. We're going to go back to talking fantasy baseball. But next week, we're going to be talking about sports. Gary loves sports. He's got some a great young man, you're gonna really like him. You're gonna like him so much it's gonna hurt, folks. And that's what I want. I want your help. We're gonna do whatever we can for Gary. Right now, I'm gonna bring JT back in, and uh, we're gonna get ready to talk fantasy baseball. JT, next week is going to be a great, great show, great opportunity, uh, and a great Absolutely. start of Looking helping. Yeah, great start. You know, folks, uh, uh, for those of you who don't know uh, myself or Mrs. Jester, this is what we do, whether it's a child, whether it's a homeless family that needs food, uh, this is what we do. And this is what FantasyJesterSports.com, Fantasy Jester Show, The Gridiron Guys, and anything else associated with me, my family, and JT – We will do everything that we can in our power to help any unfortunate out there. If anybody else needs help, give us a shout. We're there. This is what we all are supposed to be doing, helping our fellow man. It's great to be able to talk sports. We have a common bond. We can talk sports even when we hate each other's team. And I hate Gary's team, you know, for a, for a young man, okay? He's really got a split going on. Uh, he he represents both sides of his family, JT. He is a New England Patriots football fan, but a New York Yankees ball fan.
0: Wow. Okay, well, so we've established that he has poor taste in baseball and football teams. Okay. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, so I've already explained to Gary that, you know, uh, as much as we're there to help, okay, we are also going to give him heck about his teams. Uh, uh, yeah, and I already, I've be- already started that, so. Oh
0: Well, speaking of baseball, I, I did some yeah. uh, digging while we were I was away there for a minute. Watch the pitch that Syndergaard threw. It was about a foot behind Chase Utley's ass. To be flat out honest with you to the behind him. Uh, some, oh, okay. of the, some of the writers out there, the like Ken Rosenthal for the world that I actually like and respect, are surmising that Utley, I guess, did some kind of a takeout slide on uh, Tejada, and this was some kind of a payback. So that's why the and if you watch, the pitch didn't even hit the backstop before the umpire tossed him. You know, that's what,
1: all right. So <laughs> You, you can't send a warning like, "Okay, you know we uh, we don't appreciate what you did." Now they didn't hit him, but you still get tossed close. for sending the yeah for for sending the warning, and that's basically right. what it was. They had to do something, okay? That unwritten guys
0: unwritten rules of baseball, but this is where I liken it to something you and I talked about on the Gridiron Guy Thursday. The old school baseball players like Roger Clemens, Pedro Martinez, Randy Johnson would have thrown it at your head. This was behind his ass, wasn't even near his head. You know, I, they must be sitting there thinking, man. You know, we used to, we would actually, literally, Randy Johnson would just try to put it through your forehead. You know, this guy threw behind him. I, soft man. A, yeah, as Enzo would say, S A W F T. I mean, it's, oh,
1: come on, even hate it. Yeah, apparently uh, for Thor, there were a couple of haters. Got a couple of haters here. Yeah, as a... Enzo would say, you know, we got a couple of haters. Um, right, yeah, and it. I don't understand. I don't that it. is absolutely disgusting. That is an umpire. Uh, just changing the outcome of the game when it wasn't really necessary, in my opinion, then, um, especially if it's that far. I I mean, apparently, I
0: tried to, a,
1: a man with that I kind of talent the on link. the mound, pardon me?
0: I tried to send you the link. I can't get it to do it yet, but if I can, I will. You've got to see this. I mean, this guy, Noah Syndergaard is one of the, the top pitchers in baseball. You, you know, you look at what he's done this year, sub-2 ERA, 12-plus Ks per nine inning. Uh, You know, the guy threw it a foot behind his ass, and he gets ejected immediately. If, I'm, if I mean, bought a ticket to that game, I'm yeah, asking verbally. I'd be pissed. Yeah, I'd be pissed. I'd be
1: pissed. But the best part, though, is if he wanted to hit him, he would have.
0: He would have. Come the on. The guy's got pinpoint control. Look at his strikeout-to-walk ratio. The guy's got control. You know, it's, it's a you know, the team. Is, Yeah. I was gonna say, you know, it's an umpire who won his face time. in my opinion. He wanted to be the guy that 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 made the statement that do out know the center guard, Plain and simple.
1: And it was uh, you know, and and that's the funny part is uh yesterday during the broadcast, uh they were they were talking about how they're waiting for retribution and You know, it shouldn't be a problem as long as he keeps it below the shoulder. You know, if anybody, if any of the Met pitchers decide to throw it Utley, you know, it's expected. And as long as it's below the shoulder, that's fine. I mean, this is the mentality uh, of baseball in itself. And here you've got an umpire, like you said, wanting face time, deciding the outcome, possibly good, good chance that he has decided the outcome of the game and, uh, you know, that's stuff that baseball, Major League Baseball and all these sports have to start looking into is how much these officials really are, you know, are, are we pay, are we paying good money to watch the umpire or, or, the, uh, or the stars? The stars. The know what it is. Yeah.
0: You know what it is? I figured it out. Since last night's game, uh, Julio Urias only went two point two innings for the Dodgers. I guess they figured two point one for center guard tonight would be more than adequate to kind of balance things out.
1: There was a kid that was rushed, you know. I mean, this Oof. is this is MLB at the at its finest, okay? Rush your talent before they're ready. And First uh nineteen we've seen year, it year old before. to
0: start since Felix Hernandez in two thousand five. There's a reason for that, guys. I mean, the kid had a 27 straight inning scoreless streak in AAA. Guess what he learned last night? AAA isn't the big league. It's not the show. Three runs in the first inning. 81 pitches in 2.2 innings.
1: Do you start him? Let me ask you this though. Okay, you're gonna let's say for whatever reason it's popped into your head we gotta start this guy. He's gotta come up now. Damn it if he's uh, too early, okay? He's killing it in uh, AAA. Let's see what we can do with him. Where do you start him? Do you really start him against the Mets? I mean... Couple. Against Jacob DeGrom of all people. Okay, which one do you want? The Mets, the hitters, okay, and the te- that team there, or that the fact that he's going against Jacob DeGrom? uh <laughs> I mean, just throw him out there to the Wolves and give him no friggin' chance. Why don't you, too? I mean, that's just some stupid calls. You don't bring him up against one of the lower teams in the league, p- p- throwing out their uh, fifth starter, okay, to give him half a chance to build the kid's confidence?
0: No, let's just right. throw him
1: into the lion's den. Screw it.
0: Well, and you, you and look then, at a 19-year-old kid. You look at a 19-year-old kid that's never thrown more than six innings in a game anyway. You know, maybe you you make him a long relief guy for a couple outings. Let it, let him get his feet wet in the bigs. Let him see how things go. Let him you know let him adjust. You just brought him up Friday morning, and you throw him out there Friday night and say, "Hey, go get him." You know, and, I, and, then, and then, then you send, send him down right back. the following day. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, If that doesn't crush his confidence, I mean, that wasn't yeah, you a, get cup a, of a nice coffee, bitter taste. So that was a that was a shot. He, he, took, he took a shit out of the bar and took a shot. He's not even old enough to drink yet. Uh, you know, man, not even 24 hours in the show and you're back in uh, Rancho Cucamonga, you know, so.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't understand that. I don't understand uh, the Texas Rangers calling up Joey Gallo this week.
0: I knew you'd uh, be upset about that one.
1: Well, it's not even from a standpoint of what it does for my fantasy team because my my one fantasy team, for lack of a better term, sucks right now. And so, you know, having another player crash and burn really isn't a big shock at this point. But the idea is this. uh, Speaking from a, a player perspective, I mean, you have a top talent in the minor leagues. Uh, for whatever reason, you've gone ahead and created a glut of talent in the outfield position, and you really have no place to put them, because now, besides having a glut in the outfield, you also, the other position that the kid could play is third base, and hey, why not lock up the aged uh, 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 third baseman that you have in Beltre uh, so that the kid is completely blocked from playing? So now you call him up. I have no idea why they called him up, but, okay, they called him up and let him sit there on the bench for days. He literally had one at bat. What was he up five days? He was up five days. He had one at bat. And, you know, I'm sitting there going, well, okay, they called him up, and they're not going to start him right away because they're showcasing who they're going to trade so that they can keep him up. I mean, there was absolutely – I, I'm, I I really would love to be able to talk to Texas management and find out why they felt the need to call him up to sit there. I mean, really, you, you know couldn't what, give yeah. one of your hitters a day. None of the hitters needed a day off. off. Beltre Beltry didn't need a day off at third. None of the outfielders. Well, you might not pull Marazza because Morazo's finally no, figured it out. On fire. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't necessarily pull him out, but maybe he does. Maybe he needs a day off. Nobody on the team needed a full day off to get one of your top prospects into the game. No, let's let him sit on the bench. Let him lose his timing that he was just getting down. That makes no sense, folks. I don't understand. Like,
0: like Jeff Cross was saying last week on the, on the show, about, you know, filming Ace What it is is they're doing a remake for Field of Dreams, and he was playing the role of Moonlight Graham. You know, he only got one at bat, and then that was it. You know, and, and that's what it was. <laughs> this was a total Moonlight Graham. That, that's what happened right there. So feel his pain, Jester. Feel his pain. Go the distance, you know. So, you know, but seriously, you leave him down at Round Rock. You let him keep working on his swing. He's only batting two sixty five at AAA anyway. You give him a chance to, to get that confidence and that everyday work. Um, yeah, the, what's next? Are they going to bring Brinson up for an at-bat? Maybe let him pinch run and then send him back down? I mean, I can't wait.
1: I, uh, you know, he is a, a work in progress, Gallo. Um, he's coming off of a high strikeout rate. He's starting to get that lowered. He's yes, starting he to actually work on that a little bit. What is the rush? Okay, I don't understand bringing him up if you're not going to use him, okay? But what is the rush to bring him up in the first place? Let him continue to grow. You've got a stocked outfield. You've got a third baseman. You don't need him. Let him continue to grow. Let him flourish. They're calling up guys. And I noticed this. It's not just from AAA to the majors. I'm seeing teams do this, uh, move a player from double A who hasn't mastered double A, but hey, you know, we've got to fast track this player, Let's we we got to get him to triple A because that's where he should be by now. Don't give me where he should be and the fast track crap. Give me where his talent is showing you he should be and that he's comfortable to move on to the next level. Uh, you know, I just, can
0: I give you an example on that? You know, it's funny you say that. J.P. Crawford, the star prospect shortstop for the Phillies, muddling in AA, just got a Triple A promotion. And I'm, I'm looking at his numbers and I'm thinking, okay, this guy's struggling in 2A and you're really going to promote him to Triple A, And it's almost like they're trying to justify his position as the top prospect in the organization. Um, so they send him to Triple I couldn't agree with you more.
1: I like how, yeah, and it's not every organization, don't get me wrong, uh, because uh, one of the teams I follow closely uh, is, and you've seen, if, if if any of you have gone on the FantasyJesterSports.com uh, site, you'll see uh, me with John Smoltz or and me with Heidi Watney down at the Washington Nationals uh, spring training facility here. So, you know, I follow the Nationals. Uh, rather close they're one of the closer teams to me uh spring training wise and I like what they're doing with Giolito. Everybody's expecting that kid up expecting that kid up. He's in double A and the word from the nationals is we're in no hurry. We're in no hurry to bring him to triple A, let alone the major leagues. Right. So so they're doing it right. They're making sure He's he's going to be set when Giolito comes up, folks. Now, when he comes up, I don't know. Will he be one of the first call-ups? Likely not. My guess is that Austin Voth is going to be the first uh pitcher up for the uh for, for the Nationals uh before Giolito will be. He's been he's been killing it since last year and he, he's following suit this year uh in Triple-A.
0: Consistency. He's very consistent too. Absolutely
1: ridiculously consistent. He is ready to come on up. Okay. He will be up and but here's the thing. They made sure he was set. He got triple a down. And then what did they do? Not only did he, he have to perform well in triple a last year. He better be performing well in triple a this year before they call him up. That's the nationals way. I believe that's a beautiful way for success. And, and with that, like they said, Yes, Giolito will probably be one of the top guys on the rotation, okay? And with that, they're not going to rush him because they want the long-term
0: success. That's just right. the way to and do they, it. And they'll get it. Yeah, you, you know, exactly. And and you bring up Voss, you know, another guy I know that you like, which I know you're going to talk about later, and Turner, they're doing the same thing with him. I mean, you got Espinosa batting like 206, Uh It's second base. They don't care what the fans say. They'll bring them up when they're ready. Turner will be up when they want him to be up.
1: Well, again, from a smart organizational standpoint, and I guess we're there. Recently on FantasyJusticeSports.com this morning, I posted an article about the call-ups, and I mentioned that we'd be talking about them on tonight's show. Uh, And Austin Voth is one of them. And the other one, like JT just mentioned, is Trey Turner. He is a guy that they are purposely waiting. There's a thing called service time in the uh, in major league baseball. And they're, they're waiting so that they can get another year of service time out of Turner. Is Espinosa uh, doing well? No, he's struggling. He's struggling mightily. Will they rush a move that isn't beneficial to either the player or the team? No, they won't. Another couple of weeks won't hurt. So, Turner will probably be up in the next week or two because his service time runs out. What is it, the 30th, uh, JT? Do you you, you
0: Uh, have the numbers on that? It's either Monday Monday or Tuesday, I believe, the Super 2 status ends. So, he should be uh, eligible for call-up at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, That's who I'm looking at, folks. If you need, uh, and it depends on what platform you play on, um, but he should have in most leagues dual eligibility, second and short. He'll be listed for both uh, depending on what platform you play on and uh, he'll be available. So, I mean, that's a name that is definitely coming. That's a, a productive player that is definitely coming. So if you have somebody in that slot, You might want to go ahead and make a trade for where you're weak and so that you know you've got Turner in your back pocket. Or you might want to go ahead and unload a pitcher because you've got somebody like Voth coming. And JT's got a couple players for you as well that are on the horizon that are coming that you can go ahead, start making the move and stash uh, and plan accordingly to, to fill the holes on your team. Everybody's got a hole on their team. Uh, right about now that they still want to fill might not be 100% perfect. Uh, and here's your opportunity. So, you know, JT, who do you have for everybody?
0: Uh, my, my first game might be a little longer away than your Trey Turner. Um, but the weakest offensive position in baseball is catcher. If you're not one of the lucky guys to have Posey, honestly, at this point, you probably, you know, if you're like me and you drafted Kyle Schwarber, you saw what happened early in the first week of the season now, the yeah. reason Kyle Schwarber was actually moved to the outfield was this next guy I want to talk about, a 24-year-old named Wilson Contreras, a catcher and oh. third baseman for the Chicago Cubs, uh, currently batting three twenty five home runs, 22 RBIs. The thing I like best about him is 22 walks, 22 strikeouts. The guy has nice. a batter's eye. Uh, he's got a guy like Manny Ramirez working with him on that. Down at uh, AAA Iowa, you got to, one of the best hitters in Major League history, no matter what you think of him as a person. But uh, this guy is really the real deal. If you got a chance to see him play in spring ball this year with a big club, I believe he batted over three eighty in the spring, so he can handle Major League pitching. So this is a guy that I'm looking at probably right before the all-star break. You're looking at him. Um, thoughts you think on he'll you be after? up that soon? Oh, I do. You think he'll be up that uh, soon? you got a team. Yeah, you got a team like Chicago that's strug- the only position on that field where they're struggling is catcher, uh, and you got a team that knows they can win it all this year. I, I you watch if the if the struggles continue, you know at the at the plate for the catching position overall. Ross is 150 years old. On top of that, yeah, um, you know they bring this guy up and go for it. Um, So, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are on him, but I'm a big fan of this guy, actually, as you saw, stashed him in our league today. So I'm not telling you to do anything I would do.
1: Yeah, uh, and I also saw you do it in what my uh, belief is, uh, what he's better for. You did it in a dynasty league. Uh, I don't – we're going to differ on his call-up time. Uh, I see him more Mm -hmm. of a uh, late August, early September call-up when they expand rosters. Uh, I don't see it as that much because they're not struggling. If if they start losing a player or two during the summer, if they start losing a bat, say Rizzo gets hurt, you know, uh, say, say Bryant gets hurt, say, you know, that they need some more pop. Uh, they need something more in that lineup. I could see them calling them up sooner, but more than anything, I have uh, Contreras as more of a dynasty league pickup rather than a current redraft. If you're in a deep league, uh, you can stash him uh, for sure because he will be up. Now, how much you get out of him during the season, that's where JT and I are going to uh, disagree. So uh, I would say well, purchase here, let me at give your you own something.
0: risk. Let me give you something, an indicator for me. Would you say okay. Chris Bryant is one of their most talented players on the team? Oh, yeah. So we've talked about this before. Early on when we did the top players at each position, we talked about a shortstop named Xander Bogertz. We talked about how two years ago he played shortstop, batted right around 300, had a nice offensive season. Last year they shifted him from second to short to third on a daily basis, and he struggled mightily. So we've talked about on this show about how younger players need that consistency of where they're going to play day in and day out, or it can affect their game. So now I fast forward sure. back to Chris Bryant. Not only has he played outfield, left field over 10 games, right field six times, they gave him a start at first base the other night. They are moving him all over the place, Madden is, to try to find what looks like a better lineup. Madden's not happy with something in that lineup where you don't take a guy like Chris Bryant and throw him all over the diamond to get other people into the game. Yeah. So this is where and, – and again – Kyle Schwarber's out for the year. He was going to catch some games. And, again, you got Ross sitting back there. Uh, you know, you, Montero, I believe, as well. I mean, you're looking at an older staff behind the plates. you got the hot days of summer coming. I just think they're going to end up this kid up sooner. Right? He's also 24. He's not a 19-year-old pitcher, for example. You know, this right, guy's right. been through each level, and he's dominated A, high A, double A, triple A, you know, this guy's dominated everywhere he's been, so he's proven he can handle it. So that's that's why my thought before the All-Star break.
1: Uh, all right, all right. Well, that'll be one for everybody to keep an eye on, and uh make sure you pay attention to uh com and also the Fantasy Jester Show so that we can keep you up to date on these moves. Now, over these next couple of weeks, We're going to talk more and more fantasy baseball folks to keep you abreast of what's going on so that we have information for you. You can take it to your leagues and uh, we're going to help you do better than you normally do. I promise you one thing with the knowledge that I know that I have and that JT has. If you listen to us, I promise you your fantasy game will continue to get better. We're going to teach you what to look for how to move around, how to make some moves. Like I said, we're also going to have the uh, Fantasy Jester ebook on how to play fantasy sports. It's going to cover six fantasy sports that you can play. So, um, you know, JT, I know you have somebody else. Uh, you have a pitcher, I believe, for us?
0: Yes, uh, Jamison Tian from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, you're looking at a guy with a 182 ERA to date. .81 whip, uh, 51 Ks to only five walks in 49 innings. So you're looking at a guy that's you know, absolutely dominating uh, the AAA level. And the thing I like there is I noticed that his last start uh, was pushed back or he was pulled uh, before they didn't even make it. Uh, GM Neil Huntington wanted to rest him to save innings for later in the season which to me just basically screams call-up anyway. Uh, You're looking at uh, Jonathan Neese and Jeff Locke that are still both north of five earned run average in the Pittsburgh rotation right now, and you don't want to let the Cubs get too far ahead of you. So I think uh, Jameson will be up in the next few weeks as well.
1: Yeah, he is – I believe the term of his stuff is called filthy – yeah. And, and uh, now, are you seeing him uh, – is he going to be the first one Pittsburgh calls up?
0: Well, the the problem Glass now is having is his control. There's games where he's pinpoint perfect, and there's other games. For example, a couple games ago, I believe he had four or five walks. So right. uh, control isn't as refined as where you're looking, again, at Italian with a 51 to 5K to walk ratio and that .81 whip. So he's a control freak. I liken him more to what you saw from Garrett Cole when they brought him up.
1: The uh, you're going to see both of them up this year. I mean, with that yes. pitching staff, yes. you're going to see them both. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun times uh, in Pittsburgh. A lot of young arms. They're going to go ahead, put those two young guys in there, and, and with uh, Garrett Cole, that gives them a threesome of uh, some nice starters. And believe it or not, at that point, once the three of them are up, you're looking at Cole possibly becoming the number two or number three starter of them. So, I mean, he's going he's gonna to go from being their ace to uh, being their third pitcher. That's going to be just absolutely ridiculous. Um, That's
0: going to be fun. And, and if you're a Pirate fan, rejoice, because you have control over all three of these guys for several years to come because of how careful they were with their service records
1: again yeah exactly you know just not rushing it doing it right and uh you know that that's just it's great to see when an organization handles things properly i can't say the same for my yankees uh no i am for my age. I, I am i'm hoping that this is finally it uh this is where the yankees have enough of cashman i doubt i can be so lucky uh for, i don't know how he's held his job as long as he has and uh it's an absolute disgrace. You know, Jester, he has ruined that team.
0: Jester, I'll tell you this much. I think George Costanza is looking like a better option right now than uh than Brian Cashman is.
1: <laughs> Please, you're telling me I I gotta live with it. It's absolutely disgusting. Um our rotation's a mess. The team is aged. It, it is just uh all of the above. <laughs> it really is. It's the ages anyway, all over again. You know, one of the things that are funny, and I'm going to move on from baseball because I definitely want—I love—he—I he, I wouldn't want him as my coach, but I think he's a great character for the league. Is uh, Rex Rex Ryan? You know, uh, the Buffalo Bills are are a funny organization now, and pretty much they are the—they're uh, the new clown of the league. Uh, is the best way to put it. Uh, for anybody out there that happens to be a Buffalo Bills fan, let me just laugh at you now. And, uh, I happen to know one or two, uh, I'm saying that. Uh, yeah. I love you, Tate. Um, that was for you, brother. Uh, yeah, but your team is a joke and so is your coach. Hate to tell you that, but it's true, but it was funny. Rex Ryan, uh, went on a record the other day talking about Mario Williams and he had this to say, Player-wise, sometimes the salary cap kind of influences you. Look, I like Leotis McKelvin, Nigel uh, Nigel Bradham, Mario Williams. Yeah, but he's making $17 million in Miami. Guess what? It wasn't going to happen. Now look with some of the comments he made. Do I wish him well? Not really. (laughs) But he's on Miami. If he would have gone somewhere else, maybe. He's a good kid. But I'm used to someone mean, some mean mother to that play out there. The Terrell Suggs, the Jarrett Johnsons of the world. I screwed them too. I had them drop into coverage, and not one of them bitched. Von Miller dropped into coverage in the Super Bowl. Why? Because that's what was asked of them. That's what your job is. Your job is to play. Coaches spend a hell of a lot more time studying tape and everything else. They are trying to put the team in the best position to be successful, not an individual. Terrell Suggs, he's been the defensive player of the year in this league. Ed Reed has been. Ray Lewis has been. You can go right down the line. Trevor Trevor Price had 14 sacks as a defensive tackle. One of the most unselfish guys you've ever seen. That's what it's about. I'll never forget. I used to have Ray sell out for maybe the eleventh guy on defense. Ray Lewis is going to be one of the greatest defensive players in the history of the game, if not the greatest. That's when you've got something special, and that's when you're trying. To, and that's what we're trying to build here. Wow. That's all
0: wow. the no place on that. And uh, let me say yeah. this, Rex Ryan, Terrell Suggs isn't six eight, three hundred pounds. You know, Vaughn Miller's not 6'7", six, 6'8", six, 300 pounds. Those are smaller, lighter guys that are able to drop in coverage. You paid Mario Williams all he didn't because he was in New York screwing up the Jets at the time. But you paid Mario Williams as an organization all that money to rush the passer. That's what he does. He's never been a dropping coverage guy. Go back to NC State. I don't think you ever saw the guy dropping coverage. So know your, know your skill set of the players you have.
1: That was, uh, you know, that is about as accurate as you can uh, state that, JT. You know, uh, one of the things I loved about Shula, and I've mentioned this before, was his ability to adapt his style to the players he had. When he had Zonker and Mercury Morris, he ran the ball. When he had Marino, he threw the ball. He adapted to what he had. You know, I don't remember people asking Deacon Jones, Mean Joe Green, and all Reggie these White. other guys, Reggie White, you know what, Reggie, we're going to have you drop back into past coverage. People would have laughed. And, and pretty much that's what they do. And that's why I'm saying, you know, Rex Ryan is a good buffoon. He's a good circus clown. You know, people go to the circus to see the clowns, not just the uh, actual real talent. Okay. They go there to see the clowns to make them laugh. And that's pretty much Rex Ryan's job uh, in the NFL. And you're going to have even more so because he's got his moronic brother with him now uh, up there in (laughs) Buffalo. And they're going to turn a once proud franchise because let's be honest, Buffalo, once upon a time, was a very proud franchise. Dominant the Dominant
0: franchise.
1: Yeah. And now you have turned it into the Rex Ryan Circus. That is, that's just a shame. I can't wait tell till you, that clown is gone. I'll
0: tell you, I think the owners and GMs of the league are finally taking notice to say, hey, you know, this guy's father was this way. I mean, he tried to – how many coaches did his father try to fight on the field? Uh, Bum Phillips, I believe, was one of them that comes to mind. Um, His brother last year in New Orleans, before they smartened up and fired him, historically the worst defense in the history of the NFL. I mean, that's – so what do you do? Let me me hire him as my defensive coordinator. I'm sorry. I mean – the nepotism can only go so far. If I was the owner of the bills at that point, that's when I, I send both their asses packing uh, and go out there and get one of these other guys. You know, it, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'd take Chip Kelly over him. I can't stand Chip Kelly. Ah,
1: uh, you know, as long as Chip Kelly doesn't have uh personnel decisions, as long as he, he's not in charge of personnel decisions as a coach, probably. Um, no, uh folks uh, Buffalo's in a sad state. They've got a buffoon for a coach, and uh everybody knows he's a buffoon, except for the owner of Buffalo. The wow. owner of Buffalo has just pretty much mailed it in and said, "I really don't give a shit anymore."
0: Well, <laughs> between the general manager saying that humans aren't made to play football. And then this yeah, from, yeah. from you know Rex. What it is is Rex felt one ep by the GM. You know, well he stuck his foot in his mouth farther than I did last time. So let me shove mine in a little bit farther. Uh, you know. And, and by the way, Rex, that's seventeen million that Mario's making in Miami. A, he's going to rush the passer like he should. And B, that's over two years. So let's call it what it is, dumbass.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All
0: right. And, and
1: before, uh, before we wrap up tonight, I, I, one of the last sports that we get to, we've talked uh, wrestling, we've talked football, we've talked baseball, we talked NHL and, uh, and uh, by the way, it's just briefly on the NHL. I am taking uh, San Jose. Uh, I've come down to this, the better coach team. I, I happen to think Peter DeBoer is a much better coach than uh, Mike Sullivan. <laughs> I, I think Pittsburgh has the more talented team. I think uh, the San Jose Sharks have the better coach, and they have the uh, better goaltending right now. I, I like uh, Martin Jones better than I do Murray uh, at this point. Well, so I'm, I'm going go uh, to go with Sam. I'm sorry? Yeah, let
0: a Penguin fan throw something in on there. You want to talk about great coaching. He set Flurry's butt on the bench where it belongs. That's great coaching. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I have to agree. Uh, he definitely, he was smart there. Uh, the only problem is he tried to uh, pull him off uh, the bench for one game and found out. No, I was right. He needs to stay there. Uh, the man. Yeah, can, he, he grow some
0: roots on the bench, buddy. Have a seat there. Don't don't let him up. Just 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 leave it. Lock him in the penalty box for all I care. Just don't let him on the ice.
1: Yeah, somebody please steal his goal stick uh, from him, do something. But, no, uh, great, great – you know, listen, I like the kid. I like my, Mark andre Fleury. Nice kid family man. I right. like him. Okay? Don't get me wrong. And he's also a very good regular season goalie. But he is – while he's proven to be a regular Season, a good regular season goalie. And while he's proven himself a good man, okay, he has also proven himself unreliable come playoff time. Bottom line. Are
0: you, now, Jester, are you saying that he's the Andy Dalton of the NHL?
1: <laughs> Careful, Bill's taking uh, Cincinnati and the
0: Giants Cincinnati. in the Super Bowl this Eli year. Eli breaking out this year.
1: You know, I don't know which one I find funnier, and the Giants are my team, and I find it funny that um, I don't have the Giants going to the Super Bowl. I have them barely having a chance at the playoffs, going nine and seven, possibly ten and six this year. So, this well, you know, maybe is he has them me, just
0: getting a, maybe he just has them getting a good group rate on tickets for the Super Bowl this year. Maybe that's what he's saying.
1: Yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl, all right. They got, yeah, they've won ahead and uh, they've reserved a suite, one of those uh, private luxury boxes. Right. I have no idea. I I, One too many chairs to that guy's head. And and anybody really, June 11th, Sanford, Florida, this guy really thinks, uh, talking about chairs to the head, he has taken one too many thinking that he has a shot. I am going to have fun with this guy.
0: Jester, I, I got to throw this one last thing out there. So, you know, you know, back in the day, we had the, the rumble in the jungle. So is this going to be the stomp in the swamp?
1: Yeah, pretty much. You know, this is going to be funny as hell because there is quite a size difference here, folks. You're talking about a guy. Bill has to be maybe about 5'10", and I'd say he's about 185, okay? How much that I, is that yeah, and yeah, and pretty much 20 pounds of that is a uh, 70s born mustache. So, uh, with that though, I am six foot one, 285 pounds, ready to rumble. And, you know, I mean, yes, when you see me, you're going to go, the only thing that man's ready to rumble is the buffet table. And while that might be correct, okay. <laughs> I am my former job before this uh was a construction worker. So while I have a gut, I still have the upper body of a former hockey football player and construction worker. Uh and am pretty much uh strong like bull, they say.
0: Strong so, like bull, and if a woman walks by you guys could have a whistling competition, you'd beat the hell out of him in that.
1: Well, uh, you know uh, that, and also I can outhang him from a steel girder with Crazy Lou. So, <laughs> folks, it is—it's uh, it, been a great show. We've had fun. Uh, next week we're going to be talking to uh, Gary Ruat. It, it really is uh, a great night. JT, thanks so much uh, for uh, coming on again tonight. You always, as always. A fantastic job. And uh, as we get ready time. to wrap this up, yeah, yeah. Oh, and there we go. <laughs> it's like they know when to start the music around here, folks. Uh, folks, this has been the Fantasy Justice Show. I am the Fantasy Justice. That has been JT. You've also heard from Bill Crude tonight Folks, thank you so much for joining in. We love what we do, we love surrounding our lives with sports. And for it, we're going to bring you the best of everything that we possibly can. The best radio shows, the best Look. articles on FantasyJesterSports.com. Had- Thank you all for tuning in. One I shot. love you. Don't forget, tune in next one week. Opportunity. we got a very special story. This has been the Fantasy one. Jester, and one I... Yeah.